0: The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. Charlie Weston, personal finance editor of the Irish Independent is with us. And Charlie, I think it's fair to say the motor insurers cannot complain anymore that it's an unprofitable business for them to be in.
1: I think you're absolutely right, Matt. They've been making nice, healthy profits for the last five years. Uh, You know, once they got out of their difficulties, there was a lot of difficulties a few years ago with companies going bust. They'd underpriced insurance. They were... Doing all sorts of crazy things, trying to get market share by, you know, essentially um, selling insurance for a cost or less. But in the last five years, very healthy. Um, I just this is central bank data now. This is this is insurers feeding information into the central bank. Uh, the latest report from the central bank: it's fifteen insurers who have are mandated to give their information to the central bank. This is to bring some transparency to the market. And last year, the profits were 176 million euros for the motor insurers in this market.
0: Now, is that excessive, given the size of the market and given the amount of capital that they actually have to invest?
1: Yeah, it's very capital intensive, I'll give you that. Um, The the thing about it is, Matt, you know, personally, I'm not opposed to companies making profits. They're private companies. You know, they're not in it for charity. Of course, they're going to make profits. But the thing is, if you count up the profits they made over the last five years, it's close to... Three quarters of a billion euros, 730 million euros. Fine, they they should make profits. The thing about insurance, motor insurance is it's mandatory. We have to have it. And, you know, they have always promised if they got the kind of reforms they wanted. And remember, they got a lot of reforms, major, major reforms in the last few years. They said if the cost of claims come down, they would pass that back. I would argue, and the Alliance for Insurance for Reform argue, they're not giving enough back. Uh, the central Bank says, look, at the, the average premium only came down 2% last year. It was just over €600 Euros for the average premium. That was just down 2%. And, you know, this is a time when they made profits of £176 million. Are they giving enough back? I don't think they are. I think everything's going well for them. You know, the, the cost of settling claims is 20% below what it was pre-COVID. You know, back in 2019, uh, you know, brokers seem to be doing very well. The commissions are very healthy. Lawyers are still making a packet out of the system. And there has been huge reforms, particularly these judicial guidelines where the judges agreed that they would, you know, there'd be lower levels of awards, whether the case goes through the personal injuries assessment board or through the courts or settled privately. Um, you so know, are you
0: suggesting the motor insurers are taking the bulk of the benefits of that for themselves?
1: I think they're pulling the wool over our eyes. They're putting one over on us, you know, and it's fairly obvious from this. You know, the idea of this report is precisely to generate a debate and for people like me to complain about it. I think they're laughing at us. I think what they're doing is they're doing okay on motor. They're losing money on other parts of their business and they're using motor to subsidise that. It's not fair when people have, you know, there's a compulsory uh, demand there that you have motor insurance. And I have an awful lot of people, you know, every day, I have half a dozen people on to me saying, where are all these savings on insurance motor insurance my car it's the same car it's just a year older I've had no claims same profile everything's the same and yet it's gone up you know so it really annoys people there's no transparency you can't see why it's gone up they don't break it down for you you know they give you quotes it's a difficult product and people are very suspicious of it and think ah lads come on now this isn't fair you promised you would give us back uh, um, benefits that you got you got the benefits where are the how are the drivers benefiting here
0: well let's move on to something else what make of SSE Electricity saying that it expects to forego all profits this year because it's supporting customers. In other words, it says it's not putting up its prices to ensure profits.
1: I nearly choked, Matt, when I saw this this morning. First thing, 7 o'clock this morning an email landed in my inbox from SSE Electricity. Fair play to them. Absolutely fair play to them. They're putting it up to the rest of them, particularly ESB Electric Ireland, which is state-owned, remember, majority state-owned. We as taxpayers own it. SSE Electricity have said, look, it, uh, we made a profit of £17 million in the first half of this year. It was up from a loss last year. We're not going to make a profit for the end of the year. We're going to absorb... Uh, you know, the profit and use it, take that profit and use it to support our customers. They have about 700,000 electricity and gas customers uh, and they had whacking great increases in October, to be fair now, you know, electricity was up 35%. But I think this is an extraordinary thing. We haven't seen this before. This is an absolutely amazing move. It just shows you that the electricity people recognise that it's not just profit, it's not all about profit. There are other issues here. There are social issues. They're, you know, they're, they're cognizant of the fact that Vincent and Paul are saying they're getting eight hundred calls a day. You know, people can't pay electricity bills. People, people are going to make are choosing between food and electricity. So this is just a wonderful move.
0: Okay, but then related to that, you've over the years encouraged people regularly on this spot to shop around for things like their electricity and gas and to switch, to take advantage of the end of a contract to switch because you can get enormous discounts. Unfortunately, does it look like those deals are no longer available?
1: Those deals are just disappearing, Matt, rapidly disappearing. They're still there to an extent, but they're big time disappearing, particularly the biggest beast in the market, Electric Ireland. You know, previously, before August, you probably would have got a 30% discount if you moved your electricity uh, business to uh, Electric Ireland, which is owned by ESB. If you moved it from someone else to Electric Ireland, their discount now is down to 5.5%. So you know, look, at it, if you're spending two grand on electricity a year, which is probably what it's going to end up being this year. Your discount has gone down from about 350 euros for switching down to about 100 odd euros, Matt. It's a hell of a uh, slashing of the discounts. Uh, you know, this is, uh, this is particularly bad. Another very negative move, as well, is to get a switch, to organise a switch, you have to ring them. And you're just, I don't know how many people today said to me, it's taking 40 minutes to get through on the phone to to electricity companies. They're overwhelmed with people who can't pay bills, who are trying to see if they can get a discount. Uh, So that's very negative, unfortunately. So, yeah, it's very unfortunate that, you know, if you had gas and electricity, you might have benefited from switching savings of €1,000 a year. That's down to possibly €300.
0: Okay, listener says I took Charlie's advice. I contacted my mortgage provider. I was able to get out of my fixed rate and sign a new longer term fixed rate with no penalty fee for breaking my contract. It pays to make a phone call. That was after our piece last Yay. week. Yay, that's good great news. to hear. And here's another one: My wife's insurance quote through an online broker was seven hundred and twenty-five euro. Phoned local broker today, got her for five hundred and twenty euro. That's two hundred and five euro less. Same insurance company, and she'd had a claim for damage. Now, doesn't that suggest as well? I know it's hard to get through to yeah. the ESB or the electric companies or the gas companies, but for things like insurance and whatever, are you better off talking to a person and getting a price rather than trusting that you get the best price by filling in a form online?
1: I think you're absolutely right, Matt. If you can get through to somebody, get, get to, a to a broker, them. get to a broker, between, a good broker who represents a, a broad range of insurers and in, you know and something like that, uh, because you know, and this is more of it as well. I mean, what? What a huge disparity in pricing there! We were supposed to have ended this dual pricing thing, where people were being punished for their loyalty, and you know there was an imp- incremental increase in their premium every year. But that doesn't look like that. It's happening there.
0: We have to leave it there. Charlie Weston, personal finance editor of the Irish Independent. Thank you. The last word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from four thirty.